This FPL season has definitely been go, go, go. A nonstop hustle all the time. Matches, deadlines, unexpected blank and double game weeks, on top of everything the real world has had in store. Sometimes you need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. For me personally, supporting Fulham during this last year has been a true roller coaster ride. Honestly, when that Adama Traore goal flew past Areola in the 92nd minute of game week 31, the only thing that saved my mental state, the only thing that calmed my nerves, was cracking open a Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And listen, everyone, summer is pretty much here. It's about to get hot in New York. An ice-cold Coors Light is such a perfect way for me to beat that summertime heat. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hail cheaters, my name is Brandon, and welcome to the Always Cheating Podcast. How are you? Me? I am absolutely vibrating right now. My club, Fulham, bested Brentford in today's championship playoff final, and we are back in the Premier League. Congrats to all the Cottagers fans out there, and condolences to all the Brentford supporters, and yeah, to the neutrals. Seemingly, there's always this temptation on the neutral end of things to want to see how a new club like Brentford, uh, not that they were formed like a year ago or anything like that, but how a newish club will fare with promotion as opposed to Fulham. Yeah, been there, done that, but sorry, you're getting more Fulham. Anyhow, we will have plenty of time to talk about the implications of Fulham and the other promoted sides. Of course, FPL is on a bit of a break at the moment, and so is the Always Cheating Pod. Josh and I are going to be back in a few weeks to kick off our season preview content. But while we have some extra time on our hands, I wanted to take this opportunity to talk to you all about a new podcast that I'm hosting. It's called Golden Goal Stories of Soccer Legends. Yep, that's right. I actually say soccer in this one. So what is it? What is Golden Goal? Why should you be listening to it? Well, it's an original podcast production from Blue Wire Studios. You may recognize Blue Wire as the great sports podcast network that Always Cheating has been a part of for the better part of a year. But Blue Wire, they have also created a studio where they're producing some fantastic original shows, and Golden Goal is actually their first. And each Golden Goal episode, it's short and sweet. 10 to 12 minutes long, each dedicated to one soccer star and a remarkable moment in their career. For example, we've got episodes about Diego Maradona and his match against England in the 1986 World Cup, Zlatan's audacious bicycle kick against Joe Hart in a friendly. I do promise that all these episodes aren't actually crimes against the England national team. 
We also have episodes about the Dortmund machine that churns out fantastic young players like Sancho, who is all around the transfer rumor mill right now, and Erling Haaland. There's an episode about Lionel Messi and his battle with his own height. Zidane, of course, we had to talk about the Zidane headbutt in what episode of Golden Goal. My personal favorite episode, though, is about Megan Rapino. Maybe it's an American pride that I have, but uh, we do talk about her rise to prominence on and off the pitch during the 2019 Women's World Cup. And Mo Salah, just how improbable is it that he became the player to break the long-standing single-season goal-scoring record in the modern 38-game Premier League season? I'm actually going to play a little preview of that Mo Salah episode in a minute here, but just a little bit more about Golden Goal. These episodes are beautifully produced with custom music, archival match commentary, and player interviews. It's not just me talking the entire time. The Blue Wire team really packed a lot into these compact pods. A special shout out to Adam Snavely uh, from the podcast Deadball Brothers, who wrote each of the Golden Goal shows and gave them a real soul. If you want to check out Adam and his writing about soccer, football, uh, and his podcast, Deadball Brothers. Find him on Twitter at Snaves, S-N-A-V-E-S. Uh, so thank you, Adam, for all your hard work on Golden Goal. So yeah, while we have this break in the Premier League, I highly recommend you jump into Golden Goal. Like I said, the episodes are short, so your time commitment is really low, all things considered. And seriously, if you like what you hear, subscribe to the Golden Goal feed wherever you get podcasts. And give it a five-star rating. Support from listeners like you will make a second season of Golden Goal possible in which we can tell more stories of soccer legends. Maybe that legend that is close to your own heart, not just Adam's or mine um, or other fans out there. All right. So thanks for hearing me out today. Golden Goal Stories of Soccer Legends is available to subscribe to wherever podcasts are found. Check it out. And to whet your appetite, here is a snippet of the Mo Salah episode. Just a taste to hopefully get you hooked. Mo Salah, the Egyptian king. What more do you want? All right, guys. Enjoy. Stay safe. Stay tuned for always treating FPL preview content coming very soon. And, of course, Poku forever. To understand the magnitude of Mo Salah's rise, you have to understand both the ups and downs of his career and just how difficult the record for most Premier League goals scored in a season proved to be. Salah debuted as a 17-year-old in his native Egypt. Not exactly a hotbed of soccer prospects in the traditional sense, but one that worked well enough for Salah to get on the radars of some European teams, including FC Basel. In 2012, Salah was still with the side he debuted with, Al-Mokalun, but without any games to play in. The Egyptian Premier League had been cancelled following riots and tragedy at Port Said, where a game between rivals Al-Ali and Al-Mazri ended in the deaths of more than 70 people. The Egyptian Premier League would not restart for another two years, which was too long for FC Basel to wait. They organized a friendly with Egypt's under-23 team in which Salah played the second half and scored two goals. This was enough for Basel, who shortly afterwards brought Salah to Switzerland. Salah continued to develop with FC Basel and looked like a good prospect. 
It was a Europa League loss to English Titans Chelsea, however, that sent Salah's stock soaring. On a cold night in England, Salah was everywhere, buzzing around the wings, harrying Chelsea players on the ball, and skipping past defenders as if they were standing still. The break on here, Salah, beautiful control from him, and Salah has done it! For the third time in a row against Chelsea, he has scored, and it might clinch the Champions League double over Jose Mourinho's side for the little team from Switzerland. His goal at Stamford Bridge was the cherry on top of a plucky performance for the Swiss underdogs, and although they would go on to lose the two-legged tie 5-2, it put Salah firmly in Chelsea's sights. And that's where his momentum stalled. 